Seize your moment with Inglis in 2023. Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Sale catalogues online now at inglis.com.au. Live across Australia on SEN Track. This is Winners with Gareth Hall. Great to be with you on this Saturday morning and you can join a winning stable at the Simon Zara Racing Yearling Parade. We are live at Flemington for Simon Zara's Yearling Parade this morning and of course we're also doing this for Pickle Bet which has involved fixed odds with top four betting on your Pickle Bet, the next-gen betting app, and Kilmore Toyota, stocking Toyota pre-owned certified vehicles. Hey, Dicko, I just had a look at that Nakoning horse that you've got. She, she looked me in the eye. Um... um I think she might be worth an investment. Have you sold her yet? I believe we've sold um, most of her, but I okay. think Simon might have a couple of shares available. But if okay. anyone wants to get involved, Jono, J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au. So, Jono, N-O, is that is that J-O-N-O, Jono. Beautiful. Or get in contact with Simon Zara because... Well, they're paying the bill today, so yeah, probably get in touch with them. Yeah, but if you want to come yeah. with us, you do you. Well, Simon Zara is uh, racing this Nakoni filly. You get to, to race with um, Dicko and the team there in the mailbag and get to race in your colours, I would imagine, as well, Dicko. Yeah, our so, colours would be a big session if we were to win a race, wouldn't it? We oh, could yeah, probably take you two as well, Jules. Yes. You know, circuit. Oh, well, um, the fo foxcatcherintel.com probably needs to buy a share as well. And talking about the foxcatcher, let's have, have a uh, chat to Jules about Zaki looking to create a little bit of history and win three straight Hollandale Stakes. Now, what price will he start today, um, Jules? Sure. sure. But you want to you see a bit of a hole in anything else with him? You know, he was very good first up, so is there any hole? Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a bulldog eating custard, but the market is just lapping Zaki Zaki up. They love what he did first up. <laughs> They are just all over him. So I can't see a weakness in him whatsoever. He's, mm. he's a shorty and he's going to start short. So is, is, he's going to get much are you even <laughs> Are you even allowed to feed Bulldogs custard? Well, Jules oh, obviously I, has. I, 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 I think you can do whatever you want. If it's your dog. Without, I mean, you're just saying that... I hope the RSPCA aren't listening nice, this morning. <laughs> a nice filly looked you in the eye. I'm a little bit concerned where we're going here. So, yeah. Um, no, he, he's rock solid, to be honest. So I don't think you're going to get any weakness in the market for Zaki. Your man, Lindsay Smith, taught me that. You, if you want to buy a horse, you got to look them in the eye. If they look straight through you, then buy them. That's what he told me Very once good. upon a time. Um, stuff, he does. Now, a tissue here, Dicko, she's a horse that gets back. She's got a wide gate here in the Hollandale, but there's not too much speed up up front. Now, Nash is, I don't know how many um, Jim Beam and Cokes he's had during that Warnable Carnival, but he's travelled up to the Sunshine Coast this afternoon. Um, can he defeat Saki with a tissue? He's been brilliant, this preparation. Um, look, I'm sure Nash will be able to handle a little three-day bender and performance. He's a veteran. He's been active on social media too, Nash. Um, I think if Zaki gets rolled, which I doubt, uh, Atisha will be the horse that does it. Um, and Nash would be the perfect rider to pull off a sort of upset at this level. Um, the rest of them look like sort of numberish horses to me that probably want further, um, mm. whereas Atisha is pretty dynamic at this trip. Jules, I think the Gold Coast Guineas is one of the most intriguing races of the day, I think it's one of the most. Um, I'm looking. For, it's one of the most fascinating races, and I, I think it's a race that's got a couple of nice progressive gallopers going around, including this galloper by the name of Yellow Brick. They tell me they're backing this horse like it's a good thing today. What are you seeing here in the market? Um, no, you're right. It's 
solid and not only solid, really well supported. So, um, to be honest, it's actually off the map. Yeah. So this is probably the biggest go of the day, to be honest. And, you know, you've got second pick in the market is Lady Laguna, but there's a massive hole in her that, you know, you think she's going to get bigger than that to a $5, $5.50. So you're looking at the middle pinners and you're going, okay, where's, where, else, where else is the movement? There's nothing. I mean, I think you know, even Spacewalk are going to get better than that $6.57. So it, it looks like Yellow Brick is out there. You can see sort of 290. If you can get 290 at some joints, I'd be taking it because you're going to beat the SP. Now, beating the SP doesn't mean you win the race, but you're halfway there. So um, I'd be knocking the 290 off the board that I can see right now. I think that's um, ludicrous, to be honest. It is a massive go. So why is it a massive go, Dicko? Is he that much better than the rest here? Is he produced figures? Like, he was really good to win that slot race on New Year's Eve at Toowoomba. And it was a funny old run in that Magic Millions race on the Gold Coast because he looked like he was going to finish out the back there at the furlong, and then he came again late. Well, I think, um, well, I don't know the figures very well at Sunny Coast and Queensland, but what is in his favour is track and trip form. Um, yeah. And the distance for right? he's one from one this track and trip. He's one from one this track. You're like, there's not many horses that have even seen this track in this race. Half of them, over half of them haven't. So, um, yeah, I, I completely agree with uh, Jules. All right, then, um, Jules. We speak, so, yep. guys, we speak from a perspective of we're just telling you what the market is doing. And this is, I mean, Dicko, you might disagree, but this is the biggest go I've seen for the day, to be honest. I've sort of just come across my desk and I went, wow. And it's just not, it doesn't seem to be stopping. Do you know what I mean? I don't know where the floor is with this horse, the way they're backing it. So, um, if we want to push the punters into a horse that's been heavily supported, Yellow Brick is the one. So that's exciting for us traders, isn't it? When you have a look at uh, a race or a meeting like that and a horse just jumps out at you with the the bigger punters just backing it nice and early and we don't know where it's going to get to, which is just makes it really interesting to see how good this yeah, horse well, is today. That's Jules a really good point, right? So if if you're looking at like what do the big guys do and what's something I could like learn to add to my arsenal to get better at punting, deep dive in the yellow brick and deep dive into this race. Do it this morning, do it tomorrow, do it on Monday and figure out what was it that they saw that I didn't so I can start to be a little bit better in my punting. And that's yep. a really good point. And don't be result-driven. So yellow brick gets beaten and starts to 10, people will go up. Well, it doesn't matter. They forget about it. It's only if they theoretically win, they go, okay, what happened? Forget about the result. Don't worry about what happened first, second, third, fourth, fifth, unplaced. Just 100%. worry about why did they truckload this horse. I think Dicko makes a really good point. But don't be result-driven. Don't just go into the horses that won. Go into the horses that have been really well backed and might run unplaced for whatever reason because that's just the way racing is. It doesn't work out how we want it to work out. But there's always a reason for why these horses are getting back. There's a couple of other pretty handy races on the Sunshine Coast this afternoon. Geez, Mark Newton was bullish about street gossip when I had a chat to him yesterday. Jules, what price are we getting there for that galloper? In race? Oh, race three, that is. Horse four. Yeah, again, really short. So, again, I mean, sitting on the board, I look at it and I go, geez, there's a, there's a joint in red really giving you a, a massive spoil. If you want to beat the SP, you're going to beat it. So they've got an opinion, and that's really great. That's great in the game. Uh, and I talk of, of Ladbroke. So they're, they're really hard against this horse, but everyone else has been absolutely truckloaded. So um, I've got no issue with giving other people a, you know, a bit of a kick if they're going to be hard against a certain horse or hard with a horse. And I think that's... 
brave with what their you know, trading team are doing right now because um, it's sitting there like an island out there, that $3.70. And okay. if the punters are out there, I'd be taking it. And what about Brigantine a little later on? Are they coming for the James Cummings, James McDonald, Redden Galloper there that's first up from a bit of a break? And I think race eight's a, it's a interesting race as well at listed um, level because you've got a horse like a um, far too easy that's done nothing wrong. Um, there's a horse by the name of Pan that's been pretty good for Chrissy Munts, that man with Joshy Parr aboard. What's the market doing there, Dicko? Um, Race there's, eight. There's support for the big good buy, which surprises me. Um, and again, um, the same joint's taking it on. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if money come late for the number one Halau. Like, it's a complete milk-drinking myth, but you just know that yes. yard that quality of horse, it's going to bob up and get you one day. And this is a grand final, it looks like to me. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't it, know, outside of that, that's probably all I've got to offer. I'd, if GarethAll.com, if I was um, being the bookmaker today, I'll give you a 50 to 1 high hour. It's, it's like the Carlton Football Club. Promises plenty, but delivers nothing. Um, <laughs> poor old ILL. Hey, let's what? take the news. It's uh, 9.36, we'll come back and we'll have a look at Gosford and, and Sandown. The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime. Making news this 